Welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. Antine, you remember that old commercial? Or maybe it's not old, maybe it's new. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, this weekend I um, discovered a new one. That is, what would you do for pumpkin pie? Oh, <laughs> well, if you're asking me, yeah. I would do a lot. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, turns out um, I would too. Yeah. My husband and I were camping with some friends this weekend, and we're sitting around, and it's like getting getting a little later mm-hmm. at night, and all of a sudden, a couple of us were like, you know, what sounds really good right now? Some pumpkin pie. Ah, okay. And keep in mind, we're camping, right? So like, we're out in like the woods, this enjoying is not nature. Easy. It's not pumpkin pie making <laughs> conditions. Not really. And so at first, we we're like, oh, you know, that'd be that'd be cool. And yeah. then the more we like sat there and thought about it, we're like. Yeah, we're going to need to go get some pie. Oh, wow. And so we loaded up and left. And it's it's like nighttime and the stores are closing soon. And we actually called one store. It was like, hey, do you guys have pumpkin pie? And we're like, yes, we do. So we went to that store first. Uh-huh. We go in. We search the bakery section. No pumpkin pie. Oh, no. And then we were like, oh, did they think we were asking for frozen pumpkin pie? Because that's not, no. That's <laughs> it's not, not going to work for it's you. It's not going to work. Okay. So we went to another grocery store. Only the best. That's right. We went to another one. And we were like, sure this one it's bigger it will have it yeah no pumpkin pie oh no we're like okay this is just getting sad so yeah. finally the third one we went to oh, we found the pumpkin pie <laughs> and so we got some pumpkin pie we got some whipped cream we went back to camp we enjoyed <laughs> our pumpkin were pie really roughing it out there <laughs> camping <laughs> that's right <laughs> It's the end of an era. James Earl Jones, who voiced Darth Vader for over 40 years in the Star Wars films and TV series, has officially announced his retirement from voicing Darth. The 91-year-old did provide his voice to be used in a project that lets people add uh, new dialogue. This is AI technology, artificial intelligence. There's a company called Respeecher which specializes in recreating the voice of past performers. He's given them permission to sort of use all of the voice recordings that he's done in TV, film, and radio to provide future dialogue for Darth Vader, which is kind of cool. And it's also just wild that technology has gotten good enough to where we can just say, oh, we have enough of your voice to make you say whatever. I mean, like, I've been on the radio for six years now. Surely there's enough dialogue of me floating around out there where I could be... Darth Vader, maybe, right? I mean, I'm just saying, like, Luke, I'm your dad. It doesn't have the same (laughs) effect when I do it, I feel like. Okay, so if you were listening a few minutes ago, I realized I kind of left things on a bit of a cliffhanger. And that cliffhanger involved my three-year-old son sitting on the kitchen counter, (laughs) holding an empty bottle of magnesium supplement gummies Uh in one hand, and his other hand bleeding profusely. Oh my goodness. And I don't want anyone to call, you know, Child Protective Services on me, so I feel like a little bit of context (laughs) is in order here. Okay, he did climb up on the counter, he found the bottle, it was almost empty anyway. Okay, good. So we only had a couple. And then he got his hand stuck in a, uh, a can that was open, a can of soup oh, on the okay. counter. We've been getting soup for my other kids yeah. for lunch for school. And those are sharp. They are. And yeah. so he cut his hand Aww. on there. So the good thing is he recovered very quickly. Good. He was perfectly fine. It's one of those things where like if you're not a parent you might be hearing all of that going like wow <laughs> what in the world is going on in that household. Uh, if you are a parent or you've ever had a three year old or maybe you've uh-huh. been around one. Yeah. You're like yeah yep. no I've been there. That checks out. Going for my smartphone when I'm bored is now 
a reflexive activity. It's been something that can sort of quickly pacify me when I've got five or 10 minutes of time. But a new study has me thinking that that's not the best idea. Uh, research has found that if you're searching for meaning and distractions on social media and your smartphone, it can inadvertently lead to feelings of despair and sadness and loneliness. Sociology researchers from Baylor University and Campbell University say that smartphones provide access to limitless information, which can lead people to mistakenly believe that they're actively searching for a higher ultimate meaning. Now, that gets a little bit bigger picture, but in reality, their endless search is an in-game itself, and users are simply feeding into a technology addiction. The researchers say that the complex relationship between meaning-seeking and limitless data-finding at people's fingertips has ties to feelings of happiness, depression, and loneliness. So, a lot of the times I can just fall down a hole of kind of browsing through, uh, tapping through different YouTube and Wikipedia uh, videos and articles, and it can just lead to a little bit of kind of a time vacuum that I'm trying to avoid, I'm trying to cut back on it as much as I can. So the next time I reach for that smartphone, I might pause for a second and go, okay, what's my objective here when I'm picking my phone up? It's a question that I haven't really ever asked myself. I just kind of pick up my phone and open one of my favorite apps. Now I'm trying to pause a little bit more and go, okay, do I have a time limit that I wanna set for myself? Do I wanna have something that I'm specifically looking up or am I just jumping on this thing to kill time? And sometimes that answer is okay. You can kill time on your phone. It's a great device for that. But sometimes I don't wanna kill all my time. Sometimes I can wake up from scrolling for 30 minutes and I go, oh my gosh, where did the time go? I wanna cut back on that, I think. So yesterday, Sunday morning, my wife shook me awake to let me know that our car wasn't starting. Oh no! It's always fun when you wake up to news like that, yeah. right? Yeah. My wife, she works for our church as the director of family ministry, so she usually leaves a little early, and then me and the kids follow a little later yeah. at Sunday school time. And so that news uh, was just the start of a pretty challenging morning for all of us, getting out of the house to make it to church on time. Yeah. And I have a feeling I'm not the only parent that often <laughs> leaves home on Sunday mornings feeling a little discouraged and fatigued. Yeah. Right? Like Getting the kids out of the bed when they're still sleepy, Ugh. interrupting your carefully orchestrated nap schedule for your baby or for your toddler, totally using handfuls of Cheerios to bridge <laughs> the gap to lunch with your kids at church. <laughs> church can be hard for families of young kids. It's true. But I read some encouraging words today from Megan Hill that reminded me of why we put ourselves and our kids Aww. through this. If the Lord has called Sunday blessed and has made it for our good, then we can rejoice in it, not only for ourselves, but also for our kids. Mm. Because on Sundays, the Lord teaches us, even the youngest of us, something about himself and his grace. Mm. In the corporate worship of Sunday mornings, God is giving us rest that's better than sleep, mm. food that's better than lunch, even when it doesn't always feel that way. Mm. So I love this point from Megan. She concludes with this. I often wonder about those children whose parents brought them to Jesus so he could pray for them. Probably some of them had to miss their naps or eat a later <laughs> lunch. They may have been fussy or overstimulated by the crowd, but for the rest of their lives, they would know that mommy and daddy brought them to Jesus. Mm. For the rest of their lives, they would be changed because the Lord took them in his arms and interceded for their souls. Mm. So every Sunday, Christian parents have an opportunity to bring their little ones to Jesus. It might be disruptive, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. The job market can be tough if you're looking for a job, and North Carolina native Carly Pavalnik Blackburn ordered a cake. 
And I get, you know, sometimes if you've been laid off like she was, ordering a cake is a good idea to maybe treat yourself a little bit in a way that you can, but this was a cake to get her a job. She printed her resume on a sheet cake from one of her local uh, supermarkets. She had just gotten laid off from her marketing job and her dream job has been working for Nike. So she said, after getting hundreds and hundreds of you're not the right fit for this job emails and rejections, she wanted to get a little crafty. She set her eyes on Nike's Valiant Labs as her next career, but there was a problem. They weren't hiring on a position for that team that time that she was looking. So. She said, you know what, I'm gonna give him a cake. She printed her resume on a sheet cake and had a very determined um, Instacart driver deliver the cake who tenaciously got past Nike security, said, you know what, this is priority. I've got to get this to where it goes. The driver even sent a picture of her and the recipient of the cake together to prove that she actually got through. And while uh, Kate Carly hasn't gotten a job yet with Nike, this has been a cool story to share with the uh, internet about the tenaciousness of her Instacart driver, as well as her innovation in getting her resume out there. So a cake is never a bad idea. Can we just agree to that? It's always a good idea to get cake, even if your resume's on it, especially if your resume's on it. Thanks for listening to The Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind.